Thank you guys so, so much for joining me for the official book release of Well Kept. My first and new book. I'm so excited. I am so proud of myself. It took a lot to birth this book. It is on Kindle. Um, I'm going to ask one of my sisters to respond to the questions on the live. Um, so, just a little bit. I have family on the live, I have friends, I have some people that I've met through the internet, I have some people that I've connected with through ministry on here. So I want to say thank you guys so much for your continuous support. It really took a lot. So I wanna just kinda of tell you what WellCup is about. So WellCup is a compilation of uh, various seasons that I've gone through over the past two years, two and a half years. Um, I am a Christian. I am a follower of Christ. I am a, a diehard God believer. So I do go to church. I, I have been active in ministry and I've had some experiences. I Growing up, I was in church. Um, I grew up in church when my grandma passed. I, I pretty much fell off, but you know, God kind of chased me down. I depleted my grace as most of us often do. I depleted my grace and I finally got plugged back in, but I went in with a religious mindset. I went in with the mindset of, you know, the pastor isn't supposed to do this. The pastor's wife isn't supposed to do that. So I held um, the leaders to a much higher standard than I held myself. And those standards were very unrealistic. So I went through a lot of unnecessary pain, a lot of unnecessary warfare and through those seasons, I kind of just journaled. I journaled my experiences. I journaled my emotions. I journaled what God was speaking to me and the things that he led me to do throughout those seasons. So um, after a while, I realized that it, it, there's a necessity for my experiences. There is a necessity. There, there was a purpose for my pain. And this book kind of shares those experiences with you guys. It takes you on the journey that I went through. Um, and not just in ministry. It's not just a spiritual book. These, these are seasons that we go through in natural life, whether you're a, a, a believer or not. So you go through seasons where where you feel like, you know, you're living in darkness. I, I remember once, you know, and it wasn't my first time. I just wasn't able to put a name to it where I go through a season where, you know, I'm in broad daylight, but everything just seems so dark. Everything just seems so dry and, and desolate. You we go through seasons where we feel like we, we can't talk, like our voice isn't heard. We go through seasons where we just have to push through. I just came out of one of those seasons. As most of you know, we just had, my family just, just suffered a very traumatic loss back to back to back to back. So that was a season for me where I just really had to persevere and, and push through. And I am grateful to God that I was able to make it through because some of the things that I've experienced, I wholeheartedly believe that not everyone can make it through those seasons with the substance needed to be able to continue going forward, to continue to, to even try to help other people go through those seasons. So um, those, when I call it a cave provoking experiences, those are the experiences where you just wanna shut down. I've been going through those for 
a long time now. There are some people who, you know, haven't left me in those seasons and now they can actually see the fruit of God on my life because I handle those seasons differently. Those seasons where we just want to go and hide. Those seasons where we just want to hibernate and not talk to anyone, put our phone on airplane mode, you know, just fall off the face of the earth for a while. I have those seasons. I have had those seasons. So this book also talks about some of those seasons, those seasons where, you know, I kind of shut everybody out. The seasons where I felt like, you know, I just wasn't good enough. The seasons where I felt like, you know, there was just no hope. But um, the passage said on Sunday, hopelessness. If, if you are hopeless, then that means you're not hearing from God. So, you know, I kind of changed my posture. That caused me to change my posture very quickly. Um, so... That's what this book is. I believe that it has something in it to help any and everyone who desires to just live their best life. Definitely not not in a outrageous way, but just in a good way. Anyone who desires to be happy, anyone who desires to have a servant's heart, because we're all servants, even leaders are servants. And sometimes we forget that. And I've gone through those processes where I'm arrogant oh I'm this I'm that I'm doing this you know but there's always someone better and you know just as quick as we got on our high horse we can be knocked off and I've gone through that as well so I've learned a lot and these seasons that I talk about are unavoidable there's no way around them I believe that everyone will go through at least half of the seasons mentioned in this book at some point in their life especially if you're a believer because it, it comes from a ministry standpoint so i want to just talk to you very briefly today about my season of silence because now i found my voice now i cannot be uh shut down i cannot no one can silence me but god and i went through a season where i was just muffled and that was just it. I wouldn't say anything. I allowed anything to happen to me. I allowed people to, you know, talk to me any kind of way. I allowed people to treat me any kind of way. And the people who knew me, BC, before Christ, because, you know, especially those from my hometown, y'all know how I used to be out in the streets and stuff. Thank God for deliverance. But um, my voice had just, just really gotten silenced. And I learned through this process the difference between being muffled and being filtered so um just to kind of start off even in the book the season of silence um comes to you with the scripture that says set a god set a guard oh lord over my mouth keep watch over the door of my lips a lot of us need that because some of us just say the first thing that come to our mind and whoo it's not always good you know, your mom used to tell you, if you ain't got nothing good to say, then don't say nothing at all. It's very valid. But, you know, I had, for the sake of proper submission, because I've always been a very independent um, young lady. I've always been very outspoken, but also very kind. And, and I've always tried to be the peacemaker. And that's where I tried to, that, that's where the, the discrepancy came in for me. Because me wanting to be the peacemaker caused me to be muffled instead of allowing God to filter my mouth. So a muffle is intended to stop you from speaking at all. They come in all shapes, forms, sizes. They're, they're meant to completely silence you they're demonic 
your voice should not be shut down. What you say should be filtered, but it shouldn't be shut down. So a filter, it just kind of weaves out all of the bad and all of the negative and everything that is unnecessary in what you have to say. So in my season of being muffled, it was very hard for me because where I should have been assertive or I should have spoken up for myself, I didn't. I kind of just, you know, took a step back, took took the back seat to um, a lot of things and just allow things to happen. J just allow people to do things that I knew was wrong. But for the sake of keeping, keeping the peace, I shut, sh shut up and just sat back. As opposed to being assertive or even for the sake of being respectful. That was a lot of it. For the sake of being respectful. I, didn't, I never wanted to be deemed as, as disrespectful. I never wanted to be deemed as, you know, a hothead or um, a potty mouth or anything like that. And, you know, I am going through the process of being able to control my mouth and to control my anger. So I know how I am when, you know, I, I, someone upsets me so... I never speak out of anger because I never want to say anything that I can't take back and I never want to say anything that I don't mean. So instead of going through the process and taking the time to actually allow my words and my thoughts and my, and my mind to be filtered into a way where what I said could be the truth, but even if it is hurtful, it would be spoken in love. So if you're, if you're saying something out of spite, that's different. Even if it is the truth, your motives are wrong as opposed to this is out of love. This is just my truth. How it makes you feel, that's, you know, controversial, but it is my truth. So that's, that's kind of the difference between being muffled and being filtered. But actually going through the process of being filtered, it makes, it makes you look, <clears throat> excuse me, it makes you look like you're weak. It makes you feel like you're weak. It makes you feel like, you know, you're less than. It makes you feel like, you know, there it makes you feel trapped it that it really just makes you feel trapped and i went through that filters are filters are divine though filters are meant to do just exactly they're they're meant to cleanse they're meant to purify and you have to be really be willing to go through that process and i was actually doing a search today and you know there's a lot of flesh that, that, that comes with those who won't allow themselves to be filtered. And that was me because a lot of confusion, you can cause a lot of confusion. And we hear people oftentimes say, it's not what you say is how you say it. And if, if you're coming from a place of anger, if you're coming from a place of being muffled, if you're coming from a place of, you know, just being suppressed, that's what it was it, coming from your voice being suppressed. People whose voice have been su suppressed, especially those as children, when they grow into adults, they say what they want to say, when they want to say, how they want to say it, because they finally have a voice. But once you find your voice, you still have to go through the process of being filtered. And that's a very uncomfortable process. It's, it's very uncomfortable. You, you can only release certain things. And, and it caused me many nights of heartache, many nights of pain, many, many nights of tears. Because I'm like, you know, I feel weak. They just tried my gangster. Like, what you mean? They you can't just talk to me any kind of way. But when God silences you which he's not shutting you up or shutting you down. He's filtering you. It's a very painful process. So once I actually went through the process of submitting 
to the filter, you know, it was it was much easier for me. It was much easier for me. Um, I had to search my heart. I had just really had to search my heart because, you know, I'm not the type of person that, that go for low blows, especially not verbally. Um, I don't go for low, low blows. So I had to kind of search, see where those emotions were coming from and what was fueling my fire. What was fueling me to say what I, what I was going to say. And it wasn't all pretty. It wasn't all pretty. It wasn't all good. It wasn't all respectful. It wasn't all holier than thou. You know, nobody is perfect. All of us have sinned and fall short of the glory. So I just really had to search myself. And it was a process. It was a very hard process. It was, there, there was a shift that had to take place in my mind first because you know everything goes from the head down everything flows from the head down you get your head out your whole body is following you you change your thoughts your whole body is going to follow so even as something as simple or, or as carnal as, as a natural diet so if i change my mindset of i can't eat this because i want to be healthy not just to lose weight but because I want a healthier lifestyle, because I want to change my lifestyle. If I change my mindset, then I'm able to, everything, everything is going to follow. So once I was able to get my head out, my body followed, my heart followed, my actions followed. And I kind of talk about that in the book as well, as far as honor, because honor is a foreign language to a lot of people, even in the church. And honor, it has all of these different definitions. And what honor is to you may not be what's honorable to me. And just because she is honorable to you don't mean that she's honorable to him. So, you know, we have to really just check ourselves and check our motives. But I really went through some really dark seasons in this book. And these are the seasons that we often go through that we don't talk to anybody about. We don't tell anybody about. And I didn't either. I didn't talk to anybody about it. I didn't tell anybody about it. You know, I just sat, you know, in private and journaled and, you know, j just did what I do and just allow God to wash me and to cleanse me and to, you know, just purify me and to just change my thought process, to just shift my atmosphere and shift the people that are around me. And we make jokes about, you know, these memes when we ask God to, to um, take away everything that ain't for us or all the people who are not, you know, for us. And the people who we felt was closest to us go to disappearing. They go to falling off. But you got to be willing to go through that process because as long as you stay attached, the same things you always got is what you're going to continue to get. That's the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over expecting a different result. Had a little connection issues for a second. But yeah, so, but the good thing about it is once the muffle comes off, Baby, it's over. It was over. Nobody could shut me up. I had to go through the process all over again to be able through. I had to go through the filtering process again once the muffle came off. I felt lighter. I, I had to shake it off just a little bit. You know, I had a little praise break in there because I'm like, ooh, have I, it, it's a, it was a weight that came with the muffle. There's a weight and, and the yoke of God is not heavy. Is it his burden is light, but there was a weight that came with it. But when I... When, when that muffle came off, I felt like a whole new woman, a whole new person. I felt light. I felt like I could float, you know, like a butterfly, sting like a bee, you know, just look. Uh, but seriously, 
Um, yeah, so you may not even realize that you're muffled. You, if, 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 if you're in any situation where you're having to second guess what you want to say, either your heart is not pure or you're muffled. You can't, you can't allow people to dictate how you feel. You can't allow people to dictate what you say. There's a way to say everything and there's a time to say everything, but your true feeling and your true emotion should always be spoken through your actions, through your words, through through everything. Just let it be sincere. And, and some of the most outspoken people are often disliked. Their people are in, easily offended by them because they speak the truth and they speak, they, they're speaking it in love, but because we don't like the truth. I can't say y'all. So yeah, those are some of my experiences. I'm gonna be on live, preferably, hopefully weekly, to talk to you guys about some of my experiences. Eventually I'm gonna have some other people to kind of talk about their experiences and what they went through because people don't talk about it. Nobody talked to me about it. You know, nobody actually took the time to just say, listen, this is what you're going to go through. These are the seasons you're going to go through. These are seasons in life that we go through professionally, you know, relationally that nobody talks about. But we're also going to be doing a giveaway, as I mentioned in the post um, previously. We're going to be doing a giveaway. The giveaway is going to include numerous well-kept items. It's going to have a book, a well-kept book. It's going to have a well-kept pen. It's going to have a well-kept t-shirt. It's going to have a well-kept mask and some other little trinkets all um, displaying well-kept. And of the people who were on the live, I had someone to draw names. And the winner is Kay Sewell. So I don't know if you're back on the live right now. But if you are, then do me a favor and email the well-kept email, which is wellkept143 at gmail.com. I chose the color teal for this project because teal is the color of healing. And once we go through these seasons, we have to go through a season of healing. And, and the season of healing is actually one of the chapters in the book where I talk about what I went through about healing and, and you won't naturally think that you have to protect your healing process, but you do. The naysayers, the haters, the people who secretly prey on your downfall, the darks are coming. So you have to protect yourself during your season of healing as well. But um, this is the well-kept pin. You'll receive one of those as well. Um, so again, KC Well. If you are back on the live, email the well-kept well email, well-kept143 at gmail.com or DM my, the well-kept page um, with your information, with your address. And any questions before I log off? Anybody have any questions about the book, about my experiences, about anything concerning anything we've talked about thus far? Okay, so I saw someone tagged Casey. Well, I don't know you, but I'd love to get to know you. Um, but congratulations, you did win. Um, for those of you who want a book, who want the um, additional items, DM the well-kept page. Today is the last day of the book pre-order. Right until 11.59 tonight, you can get the book for $10. So we'll be doing these giveaways every week. We'll have something similar but yet different 
you know, every week. So log on, join in, talk to me very briefly. It won't be a long session. Um, won't be a long talk. If Even if you have an experience and you want to come on live with me and, and talk and share your experiences, let me know. DM the well-kept page, DM my personal page. Um, I don't see any. Oh, so someone said the filter season, how was it like? Okay, so it was painful to be quite honest. It was painful because people were allowed to talk to me. I'm going to say crazy because I felt like they were talking to me crazy. Like, why are you talking to me like you're crazy? But they was talking to me in a kind of way. They would say little rude remarks. They, was, they would, you know, throw shade, say their little, their little slick, underhanded remarks. And I wasn't allowed to respond to them. So it made me look weak. And I... Had, that's something else that I've I've had to overcome is just like the opinions of men, the the um, caring what people think about me, caring what how people view me. So it was a very painful season for me, and it extended a long time because initially I wouldn't submit to the process. So I felt hopeless, but that was because I wasn't hearing God. I wasn't seeking God to hear him. I wasn't seeking him for an answer because I had took matters into my own hand. I got this. Ain't nobody finna talk to me crazy. What you what you trying to do? That's how it used to be, y'all. ain't like that no more. I'm lining them up. But I'm just saying, like, in that season, I was like, God, you just gonna sit here and let her talk to me like she crazy, like I'm weak? And you know I'm a whole G.I. chair in these streets? Like, they try me. Like, yeah, but I ain't like that no more, y'all, for real. But... Yeah, I had to, <laughs> for real, Tasha, like, they they be trying your gangster sometimes, and God just be like, let me handle it. But no, because we are prideful, and we want to take things and matters into our own hand, and, you know, we got this, and we don't, we don't trust God like we say we trust God, but y'all don't want to talk about that. Okay, but yeah, so it, it was a real painful season for me, and... Um, once I actually submitted to the process and, and just came to grips with the, with the fact that it is what it is. They're going to talk. They ain't going to fight. The weapon's going to form, but they're not going to prosper. You know, I'm going to come out on top. The lower I get, the higher I go. You know, when you change your mindset, everything just pretty much follows. Um, let me see if I see any other questions. Any other questions? Absolutely. God will put your mouth on silent. He will shut you up and shut you down. How do you remove the muzzle? So for me, tell you briefly about my experiences. My boot thing actually assisted in the process so you have to have people around you who can see for you you have to have people around you who genuinely love you you have to have people around you who who aren't emotionally connected to the to the thing or the people or the place that has you muzzled and that's the key when you when you found somebody when you found some find someone on the outside looking in who don't have connections with that muzzle or the muzzler the person who muzzled you or the thing that muzzled you. They, they don't have any, any feelings about it because they care more about your well-being. I was actually, because my, my eyes had to come open before I, the muzzle can come off. I had to realize that there was a muzzle on before the muzzle can be taken off.
So once my eyes came open and I realized that there's, why, why haven't I been speaking up for myself? Why haven't I been saying how I really feel? Why haven't I been, you know, telling my truth? Why haven't I been more assertive instead of being passive aggressive? So that being assertive is a, is a very fine line because sometimes we just like, it ain't worth it. I, do what you're going to do. It is what it is. Passivity. Or as opposed to, this is what it is. You're going to do this, whatever. That's aggressive. But when you can, it takes maturity. When you are mature enough to say, this is how I feel and this is what it is and this is how I see it. You have your opinion. I have mine, but I'm going to stand on my promise. I'm going to stand on the word that I received and go for what you know. That's, you just have to go for what you know. Um, so Tasha has the book. She said her favorite tip for success. So at the end of each chapter, I give you guys tips for success in overcoming and prospering through these seasons, because it's one thing to overcome. That means you just made it through. But if you just overcome the season, then what did you get out of it? Nothing. You have to come out with some kind of substance. You got to come out with, with some kind of wisdom. You got to come out with the lesson. Don't just go through the season and don't get nothing out of it. You gotta, That's a lose-lose situation. You got to come out with your substance. So this book is my substance. But she said her favorite tip for success is don't pray out of frustration. Frustration is evidence that you're operating your own strength. Absolutely. We get frustrated when we put our expectations in man. When we put our expectations in man, that's when we get frustrated. That's when we get aggravated. aggravated aggravation is tied to arrogance because we can only see what the other person's problem is. I just had to apologize about this actually yesterday because I'm like, this ain't right. You ain't doing this and you ain't doing that. But it came from, although the standard, the standard is the standard, but I had some arrogance and some pride attached to that because I didn't say, how did we get to this point? How did I contribute to us getting to this point? Although my, at, at this point, I'm, I believe that I'm mature, Ing, and I'm at a point where I don't have to pray. I don't pray about a situation. I pray for it. I speak the word of God over it. And that's, a, that's another thing that, that we usually do. We take um, facts and we call it the truth. And those are two different things. The facts is the facts. You're right. They're, they're statistical. They can be proven. But that don't mean the truth. The truth is the word of God. So the fact is that you have cancer. The truth is that by his stripes you are healed. So you have to kind of, you know, balance it out and put the word on it. That's that's what you do. Just put the word on it. Um, let's see. Any other questions? Let me see. I don't think I can see all the comments. Okay. Where do you send your offering? <laughs> so, you guys, I want to thank you again. I don't want to hold you long. I don't want to, you know, um, keep you long. I just wanted to share that experience. I want you to be able to join us next time. So, how do you prevent being muffled again? For me, honestly, when you have been muffled, you know what, what the signs are. You know what to look for. You make sure you have people around you who can say, oh, that's a red flag, even if you don't see it for yourself. Because it's the feeling 
the feeling of the muzzle coming off is, is such a good feeling that you never want to go back to being bound. Being muffled is being bound. Being muffled is being suppressed. If you've ever been suppressed, I've been, I've, I've experienced oppression in, in a many different forms, but if you've ever been suppressed, you know the, the feeling of freedom. Freedom looks good on me. I don't know about nobody else, but freedom looks good on me. It feels good on me. Freedom is my portion. I don't believe that I, I could ever allow myself willingly to be bound again. However, there are steps that you, you have to take. There are boundaries. That's the way to prevent it, just boundaries. Because no one can do what you don't want them to do. They can only do what you give them permission to do. So at some point, I gave permission for that muzzle to, to come on. And that was through passivity. Because I wouldn't say anything because I just wanted to be I just wanted it to be peaceful. You know, I just wanted it to be okay. I just wanted everything to be good. That's how you that's how the muzzle comes on. Because you are giving away your power, you're giving away your authority. You know, as as people, as prophets, as as just vessels, what we have is our character and our sound. Your sound is what you say. You're you're allowed you're giving that power over to someone else and, and you should never do that. Um, if you want the other well-kept items, you can DM me. Thank you guys so much. But yeah, so, um, again, join me next Tuesday, 7 p.m., same time. I promise I'll be on time. Um, but join me next Tuesday. We're going to, I want to talk to you about some more of my experiences. I want to kind of help you guys, you know, work through your experiences, especially for the people who are going through these things, but they're silent about them. Connect with me. Ask any questions. I'm, I'm more than willing to talk to you about. I'm more than willing to pray for you because I have people that, that were praying for me all times of the morning, still do. I have sisters that get up with me five o'clock in the morning and pray when I need prayer. I have I have uh, uh, friends that, that do the same thing. I have friends that call me and say, well, God says this, or God said that's a trap, or God said this. So just surrounding yourself with people who have your best interests at heart. I love you too, thank you so much. And that's my friend that helped me get up puzzled and open my eyes, that's my bae. But yeah, so, um. Thank you guys so, so much for being on this live. And I am proud that I was able to birth this because I was going to abort, to be quite honest. I was going to abort this mission. I was going to abort this book. But I had people in my corner pushing me. I had midwives in the spirit and in the natural that was pushing me to my destiny. And reevaluate your relationships. There are no neutral relationships. Your relationships are either pushing you or they're pulling you back. Which one are they doing? There's no neutral relationship. They're not just a friend just because. No. Either they're speaking the purpose or they're demonically assigned. So that's the end for tonight, guys. And remember, you are well kept. Your every need that you currently have has already been met. If you have any questions, DM me. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you for your feedback.